0: Uh, okay, so hopefully this works well, and I'm hoping that it'll record the entire trip, but let's see. I am taking my daily drive um, to work. My daily drive to work, and I'm going to be talking about entertainment, and basically entertaining things that I like. First, I gotta get out of my garage. So that's the real uh, step here. That's the real first soiree into this adventure. Um, Yeah, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it this time, yay! Just gotta go swing out a little bit more and then we gotta straighten out and we got it. Fantastic. (laughs) None of you can see that, and that's completely boring to you, but that is how my life goes. I don't even know, if, am I yelling right now? Am I yelling right now? I'm yelling a little bit, and that's fine, too. It's a first episode. It's a debut episode. Entertainment in general. I already have my seatbelt on. Entertainment in general. Uh, I like movies. I like TV shows. I like video games. I also like to talk about them. And I also like driving in my car, looking like an absolute lunatic, talking to myself, yelling at myself often. I often yell in my car. If you suddenly hear uh, swearing, angriness, even a different accent, uh, it means that some dummy or some idiot has just cut me off or has done something that I have deemed unworthy of what you should be doing on uh in a vehicle on a roadway so that is what is happening if that happens fair enough the podcast in which we are going to be talking about what we're going to be doing this is this is going to be a little bit of a test a little bit of a uh what do we want to do with this right what do we want to see in a podcast such as this. Eventually, I want to get video as well, but that'll be later, of course, when I figure out the technology. But what do we want to see here? What do we want to talk about? Today, my focus, I think, is going to be on video games. Please don't kill me. My focus is going to be on video games because I really do not want uh, to diverge too much from a single topic. We could have two or three. Maybe we could even have segments. Segments of things to talk about. If this is a daily or two to three week, two to three times per week type podcast deal, or even once per week, we're going to have to think up a structure that fits that. For this first episode, I'm going to be talking about video games. I'm also going to be talking about a little bit about The Walking Dead. And then I'm going to be talking about uh, Ready Player One, the movie that I do not want to see and that I have not yet seen. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. We're going to hit all three categories on our drive. I hope I pace myself. Uh, you know, I did take speech in college once, <laughs> never finished college, so I don't know what that really says about me. We're going to go here. Fantastic. Uh, I don't know what that really says about me, but I do know a little bit about pacing and a little bit about speech. I've been doing YouTube since 2012. All of this stuff is not new to me. Let's see if we can reform it, reshape it, reutilize it for a podcast setting. I don't know what we want to tackle first. Uh, I think I'm going to tackle Ready Player One first. And right before I went on my road trip here, to work I was debating do I go see Ready Player One tonight it's Friday the movie theater's going to be quite busy do I want to go through the stress of dealing with all those other people usually I go every single Tuesday I'll go hit a movie up oh, and and I'm trying this this is new to me I've only been doing this since like January or February really dude are you for fucking real really are you for fucking real This dude just veered into oncoming traffic because he apparently wants to turn left or right or something. But we are not going fast enough for him. Yeah, this dude's going to be a cunt. Okay, uh, I'm about to hit the speed limit then. This is what happens when someone's being a cunt on the road. And I am sorry for the language, but this is what happens when they're being a cunt on the road. I don't know what this dude is doing. But he's riding my ass, he's veering into different lanes, he's slowing down, and then he's riding my ass again. This is irritating. What a perfect day (laughs) for this guy to be behind me. I've got it all voiced, Uh, it's all on voice. These guys, I don't know where these guys are crossing, hopefully they don't cross onto me. This dude is gonna piss me off though, so I'm gonna get a little heated, right? So Ready Player One, why do I not wanna watch Ready Player One? I'll tell you, I don't like the trailer. I don't like it. Uh, it looks a lot like a CGI fest, a lot like uh, Avatar almost, where people say, "Oh, it's going to be great. I love it," but then they're going to watch it and they're going to be like, "Well, I didn't really even see a whole lot of acting. There was a lot of CGI. There was voice acting for sure." And I don't know. Like to me, the script seems. I don't know. I feel like I've seen the movie in the trailer. Really. The only thing that I would go to see the movie for is all of the, you know, little uh, in-between moments. Like, all of the the Overwatch characters and the, you know, the Iron Giant, you know, things like that. There he goes, speeding past me. By the way, I'm going 65 on a 65 road, and I'm about to hit 70, 75, depending on if I see a cop behind me or something. That dude just buzzed past me at about 90. So he, I don't know where he's going. He either needs to pack a lunch the night before and hit the road a little bit earlier or calm the fuck down. Uh, (laughs) Right off the bat, right off the bat, I knew, I knew that this was going to happen, but it's interesting that it happened right off the bat. That's fun. Okay. Ready Player One. I just, I feel like I've seen the movie already. I feel like I've seen the movie. He's a down and out kid, he's very poor. He's but in, in and he's ugly and he's maybe nerdy and but in this real, in this virtual reality he's a superstar. He's the guy. He is the guy and no one can stop him. And he becomes basically Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He finds the golden egg or whatever, and then he becomes the new chocolatier whatever guy. I'm not quite sure, hold on. I feel my phone buzzing. Hopefully that doesn't screw up the recording. If it does, I'm going to be a little annoyed, so I'm going to hold on a little bit. I'm catching up to this idiot who stopped at a red light. Yeah, was it worth it going 90? Was it worth it? I've caught up already. Recording. So, all I need to do is get the phone to my pocket. I have to hold up against my, my head. This is annoying. Holy shit. And it's because i got speed demons all around me. loud right now that's okay 75 miles per hour jesus these people want to haul ass today is everyone late is everyone late to work what in the hell is happening on the road i'm a little bit late actually but i'm calm i'm cool i'm collected usually i listen to music but if i'm running my mouth i don't need to listen to music my mind's already going so i'm holding up against my head because i'm trying to record some stuff i'll put it in my pocket it's a red light i can put it in my pocket now phone call. I knew that was going to screw things up. Okay, so I think we're back. I don't know what just happened there, but that's fine. I feel like I've seen the movie. He sees the golden egg. He gets the golden egg, right? And as he gets the golden egg, he becomes the most powerful person. It was a little bit like Westworld. When I was watching Westworld, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's great. It's, uh, I think it's John Crichton or Tim Crichton. It's It's the guy who wrote Jurassic Park. He also wrote Westworld, the book, before they became uh, movies and TV shows. And uh, Westworld was fantastic. I thought it was going to be, oh, he's looking for the center of the whatever, and he's going to be the most powerful guy in the game, blah, 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 blah. But it actually turned out to have a little twist, and it was way awesome. Westworld was really, really good. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to get over. I'll let you get over, Carr. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. You're speeding. It's fine. He wants to go 100. (laughs) Maybe not. He's going to let me go. This fucking... (laughs) I don't know what that dude's doing, man. Okay. Ready Player One. It feels a lot like Westworld, but not as good. It feels a lot like Avatar, to be honest. It feels like something I've seen before, just with a different makeup. Right? With a different skin. Uh, That's gamer logic for, you know, like a different costume. That's what it feels like to me it doesn't feel original it feels like a movie that I don't need to see and I feel like a lot of people are gonna go to it and they're gonna go oh well nothing real crazy happened in that movie it was a little bit of a kids movie and they played it really safe and that's what I feel like it's gonna be I I don't believe in it I the dark tower flopped it People said wasn't scary as it was supposedly supposed to be, even though I quite enjoyed it. And Ready Player One just feels like the worst of the three. Honestly, I would rather watch The Dark Tower. Is Matthew McConaughey in both of these movies? Was he in Dark Tower? I think so. Is he in this movie? I don't think he's in this movie. I might be confusing his character with some other character. I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't really want to see Ready Player One at the moment. It's just not tickling my fancy to want to buy a ticket. And I'm a Cinemarks reward member, so buying a ticket ain't all that bad. Uh, it, it's it's not an inconvenience. And I love popcorn and, and coke. I, hell, I went to go see the movies I've seen this year. Some of them, real pointless movies. Like uh, the the... Uh, I, I went it's one of the last ones I went to and I forgot the name of it an angry man or something it's with Bruce Willis and he he's basically a white rich doctor dude and I went to go see that movie and that's a real pointless movie there's really no point to that movie other than this dude wants revenge he's gonna take it he's gonna get it he's gonna kick some ass doing so and it was a pretty good enjoyable watch and I wanted to see that movie and it just wasn't that great. Tomb Raider. I went to go see Tomb Raider expecting that Tomb Raider was going to be pretty good. Pretty, you know, true to the tale. But I didn't I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. And I'd say it was a little bit pointless. I don't, I don't, I'm more pumped for the next one rather than the one I watched. So I don't know. I'm I'm a little nervous about this movie. I don't know if I want to go see it. So that's Ready Player One. I, I mean, if you guys have seen it and you're able to respond, I don't know. I'm using the Anchor app so I'm, I don't know how this works. If I get followers. I'm not sure how this works. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to be. We're running this yellow. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to be as, as, <laughs> as abrasive as I've been. Calling people cunts and whatnot. But I did. Okay. Uh, let's move on to TV shows. Let's talk about The Walking Dead for a little bit. This is going to be very brief. Because I'm sure I'll come back to it. I understand the hate that the walking dead gets and you can easily understand this if you're a walking dead fan if you're a fan and you like the walking dead you're a fan of rick you're a fan of carl you're a fan of all of the characters that you've been watching for seasons and you're invested in the story no matter what i'm not talking to you i'm talking to everybody else who has seen breaking bad and goes you know what the Walking Dead is losing its luster. It's losing its shine. All right, And this happens to TV shows all the time. Breaking Bad was incredibly smart. And they said, okay, I don't think we can pull any more out of this. We've got to retire it. We've got to put it down. And they did so, and it, it was brilliant. And it still, to me, is the best TV show up there, bar none. There's no TV show that comes close uh, I've 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 never seen a TV show that I've loved more than Breaking Bad. The characters are all great, the storylines are all really solid, and Walking Dead right now is hitting that almost supernatural-like season where it's like, okay, what are we doing here? We're spinning wheels. We've dealt with super crazy people before. What is happening? What is happening here? So. And it's not really Rick. It's not Negan. Negan's fantastic. Rick is great. Michonne is good. Carl is good. All of these characters you know and love are good. It is all of the side characters that go on these crazy, weird, ridiculous side missions that make it not fun. They're like side missions in, like, an Assassin's Creed game. It's like, follow these people. Listen to them. Kill one of them. You win. Like, like that's, the, that's the whole side mission, and it's really boring, and it's a lot of exposit- exposition and stuff, and it almost seems pointless. Like, where the hell is Heath, right? Wh- why is Tara a main focus of a character? She's a side character. She needs to be a side character, right? And I feel like they're putting too much focus on these side characters, and we're not focusing enough on Carol. The last good thing I saw Carol do was she was struggling with being a murderer, Right? And this was a couple seasons ago, even. When she was dealing with the wolves, she didn't want to kill the wolves because she didn't want to be a murderer anymore. And then she had to actually leave the community before the saviors even showed up. Like, officially, before officially the saviors showed up. She left the community because she couldn't deal with it. She couldn't handle what she had become. That was brilliant. Morgan has done the same thing with his character. Rick has done the same thing with his character. Tara, though, is just... I don't know. Whenever she's on screen, it's like, okay, why are you talking so much? I get your girlfriend died. I don't really care. Denise was a nice lady. Lots of nice people die on this show. Right? Everybody hates Chris guy. Dead. Don't care. I don't care. He was here for a hot second. He's gone. (laughs) That's it. I don't really care. It doesn't much matter to me unless it affects the main characters. Right? So Walking Dead is hitting that stride of, okay, I know that Rick is pretty impenetrable. I figured at the beginning of the show, or the season, that Carl was going to be impenetrable, but (laughs) we saw how that worked out. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hitting that supernatural season where it's like, I like the show. I'll still watch it, maybe, if I have the time. But I don't need to see it. Now, that's how I felt two, three weeks ago. The whole Carl and, uh, you know, being, you know, whatever's happening with Carl, whatever happened with Carl, that whole storyline thing there. That lead up, right? After all out war and they get out of the sanctuary. That whole lead up is where I'm like, okay, this is dragging on. They're playing cat and mouse too much. They're teasing us way too much. There's too many episodes. That's what annoyed me. But that's because Negan was not around, right? So now the second half of the season, here comes Negan with his bet, Lucille. And he's leaning back like a mofo. And this dude is a badass. He's a bamfa. He's a badass mother. Hmm, I've sworn too much already. I don't want to be kicked off of the app. It's my first day. (laughs) Who the fuck is honking? Is that, are you honking at me? I think someone just honked at me. <laughs> I can't go until they go. I don't think it was that person. Because they weren't riding my ass. I think it was somebody in the, uh, the other lane. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were honking at me. I've never been honked at before. God damn. But Walking Dead's hitting that stride where it's like, I don't really care a whole lot, unless it's Rick, Negan, or uh, like Michonne, or Daryl even, Daryl's even hitting that thing where I'm like, what are you doing, Daryl, you don't have a purpose anymore, what are you doing, so I don't know, The Walking Dead's hitting me a little strange, it's hit and miss, I like it, I hate it, it's boring, it's way entertaining, I love Negan, I love Negan, and that if the show gets rid of Negan, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it. So, I and I do know the comic book spoilers, so you don't need to spare me with those details. I know the comic books. I know what happens, but the show could take a different turn. We've seen that this season, we've seen that in seasons past. Uh with I mean Maggie and and you know Carol, we, we've seen characters go away from their original path. All right. So I don't need I don't need any of those details. But if they do get rid of Negan, I'm not going to be a happy camper. So let's transition to the final thing I want to talk about. And the final thing I want to talk about is video games. And I'm going to start with Far Cry. And it's going to kind of tie into TV shows a little bit, only because of what Far Cry is about. So Far Cry is a game. Takes place in Wyoming, North America. uh, North American uh, game in America, in Wyoming. Very rural. Lots of mountains trees forests and lots of white people except in this game there's a lot of black people and that is very strange to me but a what are you gonna do wyoming (laughs) there's a lot of there's a cult there and the cult has built up a huge following and they have become uh militant they have guns they're saying crazy things they have crazy drugs they're probably dealing in a lot of illegal illicit activities probably a double negative there, I'll look into it lots of illegal things going on at this cult, and you are sent there to arrest the leader and you either arrest him, and the game begins and he tries to kill you, and the whole game is about you getting your revenge on him or, you don't arrest him, and you guys leave and you let him take over and the game over roll credits, alright I gotta make this yellow light yikes We made it. Uh, And that's the game. It starts you off. It's really fun. Uh, Far Cry games are great. They're really, really solid games. They're kind of the same game every time with a few differences here and there. But most of the time, they're really, really good. Really fantastic. Really solid. This one is the best one I've played. And that's satisfying to me. It doesn't need to make leaps and bounds. It just needs to be a little bit better than the last game. And what I know and love. Don't change it too much or I'm going to get a little upset. Uh, Sharp turn here. Woo! There goes my Pepsi. Uh, And it's a fun game and I like it. But what ties it in and what makes me think I like it, what makes me think that I like it so much, dare I say love, is the documentary I was watching on Netflix. I watched it about two weeks ago. It was called Wild Wild Country. It's a newer release on Netflix, and it is about a cult in Oregon. And this is a real cult in Oregon. I've never heard of this cult before. So I was like, there's no way that this is real. There's no way that this happened in America. I cannot believe it. And I watched that entire documentary, and it happened in America. And just like in a Far Cry game, you've got your leader who, you know, is... And, I mean, the leader in this cult wasn't really an ambivalent man. He wasn't angry. Probably a drug user. He was an Indian man. He, uh, you know, I, there's not a whole lot of negative to say about him. I didn't, I didn't really see him. They couldn't prove that he did anything illegal. But definitely his lieutenants, they were murderers. They were poisoners. Uh, I don't know what the term is for that they kill people they hurt people they poison people they they steal guns they uh, it's crazy what they they did and it happened in america and the lieutenant's looked like characters from a video game right one of them was this badass indian woman the other one was a an australian woman who was who saw the light and was a christian and and she was taught that murder was wrong but then she grew up to be a a crazy follower of this crazy cult it was insane and then there was like a lawyer dude who is still in love with the leader who has disappeared off the face of the earth and the way he talks about this cult is like it's his family and throughout the whole documentary it's amazing so i watched that documentary and i'm like oh my god this is crazy how did this happen and then Far Cry comes out with a game about a cult in North America. I had to get it. I had to buy it. Of course, I was going to buy it anyway, but I had to buy it. And it's so similar to Wild Wild Country. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. It's crazy. It's insane. I love it, though. Far Cry's great. Let's go to a game that's got a lot of controversy. This game is near and dear to my heart. Because I, ever since being a child, ever since, uh, you know, being young, I have always wanted to be a pirate, okay? My favorite Muppets movie is really the only good Muppets movie, and that is Muppets Treasure Island. There is no other. There is no other good Muppet movie. Muppets Treasure Island, and that's it. A Professional Pirate was my theme song for years I loved to be a pirate. Any movie, TV show, any video game that came out where you were slightly pirate-like, I loved it. It was great. It was amazing. And finally, I have a game that I can say is what it's like to be the simplicities of being a pirate. And that is going around island to island looking for treasure, getting it, scooping it, selling it, making money, improving oneself... And that's what Sea of Thieves is to me. Yes, Sea of Thieves. I love Sea of Thieves. I love it. I love it. And a lot of people hate it. There's no single player. There's no tutorial. It's just a sandbox. Well, guess what? That's what I love about it. I don't have to play single player to get to the multiplayer. There's no stupid tutorial telling me, Hey, move forward on the stick. That's how you move. Hey, press B. That's how you crouch. You know, there's no stupid stuff like that. Hey, press trigger. That's how you swing your sword or shoot your gun. There's no bullshit like that. It's clutter-free. They put you in a big sandbox, and they just let you go. And there's there's random things that happen here and there. And the other people in the sandbox, they could be nice, and they could be upsetting, There's definitely plenty of both And neither of them upset me too much Because that's what the game is supposed to be They are pirates If they F you over And they steal your stuff That's what the game's supposed to be If you are nice to them And you help each other And you use teamwork And you get a nice little democratic uh, Resolution Okay, well done That's kind of what pirates did too The only complaint I have is that In a pirate game you should always be able to create your own flag, your pirate flag. That's, that's a really big thing about being a pirate is having a pirate flag. And if you don't give me that, I don't think it's quite a pirate game yet. So I feel like it's a little bit unfinished. And sure, there's some complaints that can go with that. But for the game, for what it is, I'm happy with my $60 purchase. If you want to buy this game, you can buy this game. With your Xbox Pass, which I think is like nine ninety nine a month, or if you could get the free fourteen day trial or whatever, it's free basically, and you could play it for a week, decide if you like it. For me, I paid sixty bucks and I'm happy. They're gonna add more to it, and I'm gonna be happy. I, I, it's just one of those games. Every once in a while, it's one of those games that just comes out. That's a game that I'll play for the next fifteen years. I've been playing Romance of the Three Kingdoms eight for 15 years, I've been playing Smackdown vs. Raw, sorry, 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 no, I've been playing Smackdown Here Comes the Pain for 15 years, or at least, at least, I have been playing uh, Sid Meier's Pirates for at least 15 years, I think it came out about around 2003, around 15 years, and it's fun every time I play it, except now that I've got Sea of Thieves, I don't quite need Sid Meier's Pirates, do I, because the game is better. I'm gonna cut in front of that guy. Alright. So see if these I love it. And a lot of people hate it, but I love it. I love going into the ocean, seeing a sail, and trying to avoid it. But if they do come close or if I do have to go towards them, I like trying to talk. I like the I like the, the thing of you have to talk to these people or they're just gonna shoot you. You have to communicate with them somehow. Because that's what gaming really is lost. In the golden age of gaming when I was a kid You had to talk to people. You didn't have a party system on Xbox. You had to talk to the people in your lobby. If you were talking about some girl at school or something, other people could hear that, and they would go, shut the f up, right? And it was fun, and it kind of brought you into the game. It made it a little bit you know, more realistic, and it dragged you into it. Whereas nowadays, games like that, they just don't exist. They just don't exist. There is no communication. There's no teamwork. It's all me, 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 me. And that's what I don't like about video games right now. So I'm happy to say that uh, Sea of Thieves is not like that. Well, I have reached my destination. I love Sea of Thieves. I love Far Cry. I love Wild Wild Country. Uh, I hate Ready Player One. I haven't even seen it yet. And I love The Walking Dead, but I'm losing my interest quickly in certain characters here and there. This was my first official podcast. I don't know what to say about it. I don't even know if it's going to work. So, uh, ciao, I guess.